Welcome to the Hallmarkies podcast. This is the show where we are talking about all things Hallmark and we are talking about the latest movie that has just aired this last weekend, Love for Real. And we're, we're really excited to talk about it and very excited to have Haley Strong back with us. Thank you so much, Haley, for coming on the podcast. What a thrill it is for me to always come on here. I don't know how they keep doing it. They keep making these movies that are like tangentially related to my interests. Yes. <laughs> and uh, we will keep it. I mean, we've got a lot of candy cane movies coming up. So we, we plan on having you on quite frequently. <laughs> I'll be, be available. I cannot <laughs> wait. You know, and it's funny because that was, what was the movie called? Holly and Ivy and Mistletoe. Ivy and Mistletoe. So that's the last movie we watched. And I think I convinced myself that that was good for some reason. <laughs> and then watching this one where I like, I can I can suspend my disbelief enough to be like, okay, I understand what this movie is being and trying to do. And I was uh-huh. like, damn, this is so much better than the last one we watched. <laughs> like they could, like I think in the last one I said that Cody Calafiore was like the most talented actor in there by a mile. Uh huh. He is bad compared to everyone here, and yeah. I don't think that anyone's obviously winning an Emmy for a Golden Globe or anything. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, in fairness, I I have to say I think that I mean Mistletoe is probably the worst movie I've ever reviewed on this channel. It's up there. <laughs> oh God, no! <laughs> but it was one of my favorites. I loved that episode. I thought it was really funny. <laughs> so put a link down if you missed it. If you missed that episode. You should definitely give it a listen. Yeah, uh, give, the, was... give the podcast a listen. Do not watch the movie because, like, I, I truly had convinced myself by the end because I had invested, like, how, whatever the runtime was, like an hour and a half, yeah. into that movie that I was like, this has to have been, like, reasonable. Like, fine. <laughs> like, I don't have great taste to begin with, so it's like, I okay, like, this must be okay. But I was watching this one, I was like, this one is, like, so much better. Yeah, yeah. And I didn't even well, think it was good. Like, that fantastic, but it was <laughs> like significantly better. Oh, good. That's good. I agree. This was way better than I expected it to be. And but maybe we should just before, since since some people might not have heard those episodes, why don't you introduce yourself? Tell us a little bit about what you do in your podcast. Sure. My name is Haley Strong. I podcast over on Rob has a podcast, the the reality TV Wahabos Network. Um, I podcast about The Bachelor most regularly. I also podcast about Top Chef, and I get thrown in uh, along the line other places. But The Bachelor is definitely my bread and butter. And so this is the second, like, Bachelor-type movie we've talked about. And I really love that first one. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't remember what it was called, but there was a lot of star power in it. And I, I Want to Marry it. Ryan Bakes. Yes. That was a, <laughs> I, listen, great movie. I would watch yeah. that again. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to lie to you. When you originally sent me this movie, I had convinced myself that it was like a Survivor-based movie because we both oh. watched Survivor, too. Right, right. And so I was like, okay, we're completing the trifecta. We've talked about The Bachelor. We've talked about Big Brother. Let's talk about Survivor. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I was like shocked to be like, oh, this is very Bachelor heavy, which was great. I had a great time watching it. It felt, um, it, it felt in line with what's going on with me right now, which is talking endlessly about The Bachelorette. Mm. But and I'm well, I don't watch a lot of movies, and that's partially because I I can I'm one of those people I can sit and watch the same show for like four hours, and that's no problem. But to have like a two hour movie, I'm like, when is this thing over? I actually felt like this movie was too short at an hour and twenty minutes. Yeah, but sometimes you do have that problem with Hallmark movies is they you know they have to fit it into the nine act structure with the commercials, and and uh, there's just sometimes when you want a little bit more from your characters and you know your other things going on but but uh i was nervous a little nervous about this one if you listen to our preview that we did because hallmark has had a very bad track record with their uh their bachelor reality tv type of movies that they've done they've done about four or five of them and they've all been really bad (laughs) and I mean, not I mean mistletoe bad, but they've been pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so I was, I was skeptical, nervous about this one, but it completely charmed me. I really enjoyed it, and so we're gonna dive a l- into that. But first, I wanted to 
ask you about since you covered Top Chef, and I was curious what your thoughts were this about this last season uh, because I was frankly kind of underwhelmed, and I know they had like all kinds of restrictions with COVID and everything, but. I don't know, just the food for some reason didn't look all that good to me most of the time. They had just the challenges. Maybe it's just my own thing. But no, I thought well, that... Because Tom thought, said that. He was like, the food was good this season, don't get me wrong. But yeah. nobody was like reinventing the wheel or anything. Yeah, like, and of course, I feel like my, the person I think is the best never wins, ever. But I thought who did, who did Shota, you want to win? I thought Shota was way better than anybody else. I thought so too. I yeah. really enjoyed Shota. I will yeah. say I did really enjoy the season for the cast. I think the casting was fantastic this season. Um, I loved being able to rely on the character stories. Mm-hmm. Um, and every week I was like disappointed who was going home. But um, yeah, I don't think you're alone in thinking like the food that was it was a little underwhelming. And I think that's why Shota was so exciting because he yes. was doing stuff that we really haven't seen much of on top chef and i hope that changes like i hope that you know whatever whatever they're doing for the casting i hope they keep that up because we'll, i feel like we got some mm-hmm. really fun and exciting people this season yeah there it was it was a good group but i think maybe it was just the challenges the, yeah and i will not thrilling i did me that much i did find some of the challenges a little lackluster um but did you enjoy having like the all-star judging panel see that was the other problem because I was constantly kind of wishing that they were cooking instead. Okay. Of, yeah. That's you know, fair. Like it's, it's like you were too excited. They were there. Yeah. And, and they, especially cause the last season was an all-star season. Yeah. And so they were, and it was so good. And I'm a poor Brian Voltaggio. <laughs> I'm so bad for him. He never wins. No, um, always the bride's fan. Yeah. But uh, his food always looks so good. I I would love to go to his. He actually his restaurant is in the town where I grew up, uh, in Frederick, Maryland. Oh, really? But, yeah, uh, I I grew up in that area in Middletown, Maryland. And uh, so next time I I go back, my parents don't live there anymore, so I don't go. I haven't been for a long time. But uh, well, yeah, I I think it actually did hurt the contestants because you were you were constantly having like oh is it as good as these uh these all-stars but i tell you one thing they need to lay off with richard blaze he's so i do i like have a crush on him but i'm also like get off my screen it's definitely the worst but it's funny because like my husband my husband loves richard blaze i think it's just that like white guy hair with like a flip thing that uh-huh. is just I don't know uh, he's just, such a I'm like I could yeah there's like I could I could have used somebody else come in halfway yeah. through instead of having Richard there the entire time right exactly <laughs> anyway that's let us know your thoughts in the comment section if you watched Top Chef uh what you thought of it this last season we always try to Throwing a little bit of our reality TV uh, talk going on. It's impossible that- not to, especially when we're going to talk about a movie yes. that is so reality TV focused. And is there a, a new season of The Bachelorette coming soon? Or is it, where's that at now? It's currently airing. Currently we're airing. coming up okay. on the finale. Then there's going to be a Bachelor in Paradise season. And then we almost immediately go into another Bachelorette season. Mm, that's right. Uh, and David Spade hosted this season, correct? Okay, David Spade and, like, a bunch of other people are hosting Bachelor in Paradise. So, Caitlin and uh, Tasha hosted this season of Bachelorette. So, I think they're going to kind of... Great, actually. I really enjoy them because they, like, have actually been through the experience. It feels much more, like, natural and friendly and not as, like, rigid and we're trying to stick to a formula. I mean, The Bachelor is so formulaic. Um, it is nice to just kind of have... Um, it, it feels fresher. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I think it probably would be good to switch it up a little bit. Plus, you get the female perspective. Yeah, female hosts. Exactly. Like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm very much enjoying having them along for the ride. Cool. We'd like to take a second from this episode of the podcast to celebrate our sponsor of this episode, and that is the Hallmarkies Patreon. Do you love Hallmarkies podcast? Do you want an inside scoop into what happens on the podcast? Do you want early access to episodes and loads of cool perks? 
Now is the time to become a patron of Hallmarkies Podcast. By becoming a patron, you get to access our patron Facebook group. You can request episodes or even be a guest on the podcast. And most importantly, any patron can join our monthly movie watch-alongs with stars like Paul Campbell, Natalie Hall, and more. It's as low as $2 a month to join in and become a special part of the Hallmarkies family. Please consider, and we will love you forever. Go to patreon.com slash hallmarkies. That's patreon.com slash hallmarkies. Well, yes, this movie, Love for Real, and we are grateful to Hallmark Channel for giving us a screener uh, so that because Haley's in Canada, uh, and uh, that was very nice of them. So thank you very much for I helping us. Yes. And the summary is Haley and her best friend Bree go Not on. me. Yeah. Can you imagine? <laughs> yes, you're happily married. <laughs> Haley and her best friend Bree go on a reality dating show to publicize her fashion line, but nothing goes as planned when love, friendship, and careers are on the line. <laughs> so, overall, you already mentioned that you did enjoy it somewhat, but overall, how did you feel about the, the film? I thought some of it was a little heavy-handed and, like, like producers manipulate everything. I thought it was just, like, a Mm -hmm. scooch heavy-handed in that. Um, I thought that um, Haley and Brie, I did like them together, but their chemistry did feel a little off. I felt like Brie was a little too, like, cold and in some of the scenes, especially early on. Um, I thought that it was a little the writing when it came to like i know exactly what happens on the bachelor like it was a little kind of like okay (laughs) you mean Haley? because she was the one that was kind of cold and sarcastic no i thought brie was colder than Haley. at least i felt like Haley's like um i don't know like her her like that was the point of her character Uh where i feel like we didn't or at least i didn't realize until much later in, in the movie that Brie was her job in the movie is like um, a risk analyst. Um, so I felt like as soon as I found that out, like her character made more sense about like studying the data and like knowing what's coming next. And I felt mm-hmm. like if we got that earlier in the movie, that would have made more sense to me. But I did love the chemistry between um, Brie and Marco. I thought mm-hmm. Corbin Blue was by far the best part of this movie. Mm-hmm. He is, was fantastic. Yeah, I was really pleased with all of the casting for the most part. I uh, this is the first time that we've seen uh, Tiana Tully uh, in a homework movie, and I thought she was so sweet and delightful. That's why I was surprised to hear you say that she came off a of cold too, because well, I she was so when, bubbly and so cute, and I thought when, she's when a she, great fit for homework. When she was, yeah, I think she's a great fit. I felt like when she was with Marco, I really enjoyed her. Mm. I just felt like when she was going through the casting, she's like, I just want to be the bachelorette. Like mm-hmm. that didn't fit with me, mm-hmm. I guess. I don't mm-hmm. know. Like it felt a little weird. Like she's just like, everyone knows of this. And I, and it's like, okay, I knew that like these conversations were obviously going to come back to thunder. In the end. Yeah. But when she was with Marco, I loved her. I thought she mm-hmm. was fantastic. I loved their chemistry together. I absolutely believed it. Um, I didn't as much believe Haley and Luke's chemistry. Um, I -hmm. felt like that's totally where they're going to lead us. And I didn't necessarily, like, until until Brie and Marco met, I didn't expect them to end up together. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I think they did a pretty good job of of building the tension and, and, and not making it too too obvious I mean, it's still going to be predictable it's a romantic comedy but i liked the fact that that the movie was really based on the friendship of these two women because you don't see that in that many rom-coms you know usually mm-hmm. they're either at war with each other or like there's the sassy best friend but like these were on more of an equal playing field than that uh, as far as the characters in the movie you know i like totally agree not, i like that they i love that they both got a happy ending here yeah it's not it wasn't like say meg ryan and rosie o'donnell in sleepless in seattle you know where like one is so obviously the supporting sassy friend and mm-hmm. one is the lead character this is 
they were much more of a dual leads kind of a thing. And I liked that. I mean, anytime you can kind of bring friendship into the story, I think a little bit more, I think it just adds, it just makes it better. And then you had this two, uh, two romances. And I agree. I think Corbin Blue did a great job. I, I, I hope, I think they already are using him one other time, if I'm not mistaken, but uh, uh, in a Christmas movie, but I think that he's a good fit for Hallmark. And I have to say, Scott Michael Foster was way better in this movie than his first movie for Hallmark. What was so the end of it was, it was called uh, um, Love and Key, I think is what it was called. Or the Key right. of Love. The Key of Love. Anyway, with uh, Laura Osnes. And that one just wasn't my favorite. Uh, and he just had way more chemistry and just was more charming in this one, I thought, than in uh, the previous one that he'd done. And uh, this, uh, most of this casting was new to Hallmark, so it's kind of fun getting some new, fresh blood into, you know, into these movies. People you haven't seen, like, I love our old standbys, but it's also nice to have some new people totally. as well. I, I think Corbin Blue should become, like, the next Lacey Chabert and, like, make mm-hmm. this his bread and butter. Yeah. Because he was, he was fantastic. I loved him. Yeah. And I'm not even, like, one of those people who is, like, deeply obsessed with High School Musical. Like, mm-hmm. I watched it for the cultural relevance, but right. I would never, like, woo, everything <laughs> High School Musical. But I just, yeah. I, I was, I thought he was brilliant. I thought he was so yeah. good. Um, I believed everything. He was by far and away the best person in that movie. Yeah. I also really loved... Uh, Karen Melina White as Marie. Yeah. I thought she was fantastic. Um, I thought uh, Camille Kostek as the host, too, was pretty good. Um, I, that character was unexpected to me, honestly. Like, I I kind of liked where they went with yeah. that. Well, I also like the fact that, that Chloe, I mean, that Haley, played by Chloe, that Haley had, like, a little bit of an edge to her that you typically don't see in these movies uh, that I thought was refreshing. Uh, and, uh, you know, just something, I don't know, she was just a little bit more sarcastic. And mm-hmm. so that was fun. Uh, but it starts out with the the previous season, I guess, of the, or the previous The current episodes, season. Episodes. Yeah, the pre- yeah, I was, like, really surprised that's the direction <laughs> they went with. But, I mean, have at her. <laughs> yes, and so... Candace leaves the contestant named Candace. She leaves Marco. She's not over her ex. Evidently, this is supposed to have all been in the first episode of the show. And first thing I wanted to ask, what do you think of the the name Heart Choices? <laughs> Yay or nay? That is the stupidest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> they had a name right there. They call they called Marco the King of Hearts. But, yeah. like, they didn't call the show King of Hearts? Like, that's a much better name. I agree. I feel like Heart Choices sounds that's, like an operating show or something. You know, like a medical it, show. It's I. It's the worst thing I've ever heard. <laughs> like, that totally suspended my disbelief in the movie. I was like, come on, that's never <laughs> happening. Or King yeah. of Hearts was a great title for that. Yes, I agree. Uh, and we're also supposed to... I don't feel like Corbin Blue looks like a ex- football player no he doesn't um i think we could have gone with something else but i think soccer would have been more believable or something like that he's just kind of small to be a football player yeah but unless he's like a kicker i don't know maybe i guess (laughs) um so the so brie has this fantasy bracket for heart choices she has the whole poster board up with all of the couples and everything like that. And we're supposed to believe that, that they only, they must have a very small cast because they only lose one person and they have, and they're able to mid season add two new people. I don't. Yeah. This was hard for me to wrap my little brain around. Um, it was definitely weird. And I didn't like their setup of like how they were doing the eliminating. Like I felt like they're all standing too close or maybe that's just because I've been in, living in a pandemic for 18 months now where like everyone's just standing too close well and also i was a little bit confused because they say oh well we film them a week ahead is the idea but then like they would also say that oh we filmed a whole bunch so i'm like what is the schedule of the show yeah it's like why are they like yeah what's the airing schedule like are they doing it live are they not hallmark (laughs) movies seem really into like the idea of reality tv happening as they film it yeah 
exactly. Which is just and, very much not which, how. And and if usually. they were doing it while while filming live, uh, then you would have all kinds of sound equipment, lighting, that kind of stuff. You know, unless it's some kind of undercover uh, undercover camera thing going on. Uh, I also could... feel like they wouldn't bring two people in who have been watching the show. Like I feel like yeah. that. Where, like, Vanessa's like, oh, do people like me? And whoever's like, mm, you are making an impact. Like, they just wouldn't have that person there telling them what's been happening on the outside. So there's a couple things that they that they have about the show when she's first watching it. And I'm curious if this is accurate. Mm-hmm. So they say that the villains are always pointing at... <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> and also that they have non-existent jobs. That one of them is listed as a underwater enthusiast. That'll give them like we've had um like a chicken enthusiast, a dog enthusiast, we've had um a a jumbotron operator, like we've had some like nonsensical jobs, but I mean, I don't mm-hmm. know about the pointing thing. Yeah. Uh, and so Haley is a designer and she wants to get her designs out there. She goes to an investor meeting and they're like, they're, they kind of dismiss her. And they, she's, they say, if you expect us to go above and beyond for you, you have to do the same for us. And so she's frustrated. And there's these mid-season replacements casting and uh they go and when they first get there uh they there's a filming notice sign in the lobby and that's kind of your you know that's going to come back that was a plot point (laughs) (laughs) it's literally a sign that said this is a major plot point remember it yes (laughs) and uh, that's when Haley meets luke I just wrote SMF on my notes. <laughs> Scott Michael Foster. That's when Haley meets Luke and they have a little meet cute, talk it up. And she's not, you know, into the whole show. She doesn't like it. And you see a ventriloquist woman and a Princess Leia woman coming out of the elevator. <laughs> The Princess Leia just reminded me of that one scene in 30 Rock where Liz Lemon was trying to get out of jury duty. Uh And it would work when she lived in Ohio to dress up as a weird character. But going to jury duty in New York, like, everyone was so much weirder than her. They were like, oh, Princess Leia, great. Come along. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. But I I feel like that's not the Bachelor. Like, the Bachelor is more, do they have weird costumes and stuff? I mean, they'll have a shark costume every once in a while, but <laughs> I don't think they can do characters because of, like, whatchamacallit, oh, trademarks yeah. and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess they get away with the Princess Leia one because it's, like, bland enough. It could just be, like, they could write it off as being, yeah. like, lady like, in white dress with buns yeah, in her hair. Whatever it's called. What's it called? Like, star, <laughs> star princess fighter. Yeah, star princess. Galactic <laughs> princess fighter. <laughs> I feel like the ventriloquist could ha- maybe get on. I agree. Because that would be like a weird kooky Definitely. person. Um, <laughs> no offense to all you ventriloquists out there. But uh, but then, uh, that so Brie announces that she has the plan to be the first runner up. So she is queen, queen of hearts next season. Like, which... babes, this is a discussion you should have had with Haley before you got to the room and then yeah. also don't shout it it seems like she was shouting the yeah idea. <laughs> so they say it's, it would be great to showcase two friends and it'll be great to have a skeptic on the show did they ever have a skeptic on the show it's like i don't really want to be here kind of a thing um not really like i feel like so much of the show is being like i yeah i'm hoping that this works out like it's more mm-hmm. hopeful people than skeptical people yeah. And is it true that a lot of times the runner-up ends up becoming the Bachelorette? Um, they usually pick from, like, the top, like, the, the last five people. I would say it's not often the runner-up. Mm-hmm. And this are when we get our first, uh, first look at Marie, as you said, Karen Molina-White, who was, 
she was sometimes she was bordering a bit on caricature i i felt mm-hmm. like but still overall i enjoyed her role she was funny she was really trying to bring some humor into a, you know make something of a small part i felt like yeah and, she, was, she was good for what yeah. she had to do mm-hmm. and so she takes their phones and she's very sassy <laughs> and she says life is much better when i'm not annoyed <laughs> I mean, who amongst us does not believe that? Yeah. And so then we get this little scene with Brie and Marco doing blind yoga. Uh, do you think that something like that could actually happen, or they keep them under pretty lock and key? I feel like this would not happen. I yeah. feel like it's pretty lock and key. Um, I'm surprised that they're so strict about that, like, rule of, like, you don't talk to the talent until whatever. And then, like, they never got in trouble for it, and there was multiple times where they went Mm -hmm. off on their own. But anyway, yeah, I feel like it's pretty lock and key. Also, blindfolded yoga? Like, please do not sign me up for that. (laughs) I don't have the balance for that. (laughs) No. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Do you know how long the shows usually shoot for? How long they take? Six weeks-ish. Six weeks, yeah. And they were saying, like, one week. Like, you just gotta stay in Hawaii for one week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they said that they shoot episodes a few weeks before they air. So, I don't know, that's weird. But, um, uh, then we get this interview between Haley and uh, Luke, and uh, he's trying to kind of figure her out. And he changes so they don't wear the formal wear until the finale so that makes her so she want so she it ruins her plan well because they broke rule number one which was that as soon as you step out of the villa that's like your your cameras are live they can hear you they can see you um as soon as they stepped out the of the villa i was like oh look at that another plot point can't wait to see where this goes (laughs) so what did you think of vanessa the sort of caddy member um, I understand show. her as a part of, like, the Bachelor lore. Mm-hmm. I just don't think she's the person they're bringing to the end. Oh, yeah. So you think that she would go home before the the individual dates, or? Yeah, well, it's not often that this, like, um, like the villain is, is in the final two. Mm-hmm. Like, it has happened, but it's not, it's not that frequent. Um, I liked her going to Haley and saying, let's form an alliance. I liked that she got on board at the end and was like, yeah, let's live our lives here. She would not be picked as the next queen of hearts, though. That's not happening here. Yeah, so she says that you've got to play the clip game. The more they stay with you, the more you stay on the show. You think that's true? I mean, Playing yeah. Playing the clip game? Yeah. Yeah, I thought she was pretty good. She was pretty... Because part of the problems with most of these Hallmark reality dating movies is they're not willing to go sort of trashy. Mm-hmm. Like, they they just... And that's part of the shows. Let's be honest. Yeah. And I, I did appreciate in this one that they at least kind of went there. <laughs> because yeah. otherwise it just it becomes kind of boring and it just doesn't really work very well. Um, so I appreciated it, her character. She was... She was uh, she was kind of a funny villain. Uh, and so Bree says she doesn't want to leave without seeing a magical Hawaiian rainbow. And I got to be with her on that. There's nothing better. That, have you ever been to Hawaii? No, I am dying to oh, go. I'm dying. <laughs> Take me with you when you go. Oh, well, we'll meet up. We'll meet up there. <laughs> I love it there so much. And it is so beautiful. Uh, and the rainbows are very magical uh, it's just a wonderful place so i'm with her on that uh but yeah you're right they go blindfold they blindfold yoga again on the first date uh and Haley says if only dating was a team sport <laughs> so, uh, um and uh also we find out that the the that marco's lines are being fed to him and I mean, I would think that some of the stuff that he's hearing would be just obvious. Like, he doesn't need to be told, oh, you look pretty in that dress. Like, <laughs> what is... Yeah. I don't know. Do you think they really do feed them lines like that? Um, I think... 
I don't know if it's earpiece, but like I, hmm. I mean, probably a little bit. Like some of the dumber leads, like they've got to have some sort of backup, <laughs> right? Like, yeah. <laughs> um. Then uh, he he when he says goodbye to one of the women, it, he's like, "You are you taught me about astrology, and we had this moment. You made me a better person." Then he's like, "Unfortunately." Our stars don't align. I was like, oh, that's cool. Yeah, like what a, what a, yeah, what a moment. Um, yeah, like I feel like often they're not going to pick pick a lead who can't carry the leading role. You know what I mean? Like they're not mm-hmm. going to do that. But yeah. Maybe. But maybe. What, I don't know. What did you think of him giving those hearts? Did you think that oh was Oh my it? God. What an absolute nightmare that was. <laughs> You know what the worst part was for me? Every week they had to rewrite new ones. They couldn't just use the previous weeks. Yeah, that, yeah, that was, and it even comes a plot point later on with, uh, that he's made the, uh, who's made the, the heart for, it's like a, there's like a crafting element to this. And like a badly crafted element. (laughs) Like they could not have hired a calligrapher for their team. (laughs) I guess not. Yeah. And so then we have a whole scene between uh, the, we have a whole scene between Haley and Vanessa. uh, And Vanessa tells, uh, they, they have kind of a fight and, uh, and they, they end up, Vanessa throws wine on Haley because they want, she, she wants to form an alliance with Haley. And is that something that the girls do? Like make little like. Uh, I mean, it seems like know. a stretch to me. Yeah, I think it's just more like natural friendships. Because like, how far is an alliance really getting you on the show? Unless you're like planning on fighting people and be like, we're not actually fighting. Like, let's just pretend. Yeah, and we also find out that Haley's allergic to horses, which we'll need to know later. Important plot point. Another a very important plot point. Mm-hmm. And. We have this uh, Brie and Marco going on the horse riding date, and they rush off away from the cameras. That seems highly unlikely. Yeah, that's not happening. It was cute. (laughs) And and so they have some banter back and forth, and I agree with you. I thought the, the sort of chemistry between Brie and Marco was really good. And they, it was very beautiful. I mean, it just made you want to go to Hawaii. I'm uh, yeah, like it's, I've I've been staring at the same walls for so long now. <laughs> I put it on my Twitter because I I live in Canada. We do not have Target. I've I've had so many dreams lately about the first time I am, am able to go back to Target. Oh, so you still haven't you haven't gone back to Target? No, because the borders are still closed. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I. It, Pretty much everything that I've been able to do since has been, like, an emotional experience. Yeah, <laughs> like, like just... I have been able to travel, and I've been able to do some things, and I'm so grateful, because, oh, uh, yeah, it is it is rough. I'm hoping I hope so. You, I hope so, too. Uh, so, Haley asks uh, Luke about his ideal woman, and then she says her ideal man. Ideal man makes makes me laugh. There when is there when I cry, passionate, not and not threatened by a partner who wants more. I think those are reasonable things yeah. to want in a partner. Pretty basic, I would say. Yeah, like that's like <laughs> like what's it called? Like the, the bars in hell when it comes to men or whatever. Like, yeah. Wow, um, you want somebody to respect your career? What? Yeah. Where are you going to find one of those? <laughs> yeah, I mean and. I, I feel like we all say makes me laugh, uh, and you know that. I, I wonder like if there's people, people out there who are like genuinely. I don't want to <laughs> laugh. Like I don't want to yeah. be with somebody who's funny. Right. Uh-huh. So we find out also that Luke was a documentary maker, and that he has this dream of making a documentary about the Bay Area. And How about- big? Yeah. <laughs> oh wow, that's really gonna get you a bat. You 
you and Haley need to go to the same investor school to learn how to pitch your ideas. Yeah, he wants to have a docu-series um, about, uh, yeah, and he got a job out of college, and then he's ended up working at the at the Bachelor show. The thing I always think about about plots like this is that is that shooting The Bachelor only goes for so long. You could still definitely make your documentary. Yeah, and like you don't want a steady paycheck. Yeah, while you're doing that? most most people have most most artists work on gigs and so you have one and then you go to something else you can go do something else and you do a little bit and so the idea that it's just like well i'm stuck at this job is probably not very uh but it made him it, you know it was an endearing characteristic because obviously he uh he was an artist and he had sort of more like they, you want to make him so he's not somebody who's like a, you know, sleazy guy, like Unreal or something like that. Yeah. yeah. Did you ever watch Unreal? I watched the very first episode, <laughs> um, because we covered it with Rob one time, okay. and it was so long ago. Yeah. It's just I don't. That's just not really my type of television. Mm-hmm. I like comedies or reality and that's about where I go like yeah. I, I don't really do dramas and it felt like just a little mm. it was just a little heavy handed for me and like afterwards so many people were like well they do this on The Bachelor like I saw it on, on the mail it's like that's a, that's a TV product as well so like right. let's, let's look at our sources here yeah well they had a lot of Hallmark talent because it was shot in Vancouver Oh, so it had a lot of people on that show who were even the host of Brendan Elliott uh, is oh, on tons of homework stuff. So interesting. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, so the, the Vanessa goes on a painting date with Marco and. Her, what do you think of her mermaid painting? Okay, so I said those hearts were the worst thing I've ever seen. I lied. This painting is the worst thing I've ever seen. But I also need it. Yeah, it was... I thought it was funny. I <laughs> oh, gosh. And then his painting was terrible. Yeah. <laughs> like, probably not the best date idea. No, definitely not. <laughs> Poor Vanessa. <laughs> um, then Marco also gets stung by... A jellyfish, and but that was on him and Haley's one-on-one date on a beach. Mm-hmm. They had to like yeah. take this little buoy out, and then yeah. immediately he gets stung by a jellyfish. And guess what? There's only room for three people on the dinghy. Yeah, and so she ends up being there with um with Luke uh, for left six on the hours. Island. So it's Marie's little kind of scheming. Uh, because they're, uh, they, she says there's only three that can be on the, uh, she's like, I gave you time. So. I have yeah. a question. Maybe this is crass. You're telling me they wouldn't have done it in the six hours that they had alone? <laughs> uh, I mean, I don't know. I mean, the, there's still the beginning of their relationship, but maybe. I, guess, I don't know. But like, I don't know. I feel like they'd be like, well, we know that this. I feel like it was never hidden on either of their parts that they were way into each other. Mm-hmm. Like, you think you would have just, like, you're, okay, maybe not gone, like, all the way, but, like, a makeout? Like, they're not making out there? Yeah, the I, I feel like we should have gotten, like, a good kiss. Yeah, least. and I, I feel like there would have left room for them to kind of have, like, an issue they needed to overcome. Yeah. Because that's the thing that, that when you have these, all these near kisses in the world of Hallmark, that... It, it takes away from a chance to actually have that be part of the plot and part of the conflict is that, oh my gosh, we kissed. What does that mean? Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. That should have been it. And yeah, I feel like, I feel like their relationship had so little conflict and I think that's why I was like, yeah, they'll just end up together. And I, I felt like there could have been something was like, yeah, you're right. They're, they kiss, but they're both like, mm-hmm. okay, well we both have these contracts. And so we have to kind of pay attention to those. Because I never believed for a second that we were ever going to see any conflict with Bree and Haley about Marco, which is fine. Mm-hmm. I don't need that kind yeah. of conflict, but I felt like there should have been, because we had like the 
the twin relationships. We should have had, like, some twin conflict. Yeah, I can see that. Also, they would never do this in a million years in a Hallmark movie, but in, if this was, like, on Netflix, I would have thought it was hilarious if they had had a, because if you get stung by a jellyfish, one of the treatments is if you pee on it. Yeah! I I was like, that would have been so funny. But obviously they just wouldn't have that kind of comedy. No, I guess not. I guess not on the Hallmark Channel. And like, yeah, so they're probably not going to do the full Monty either on the piece. Um, I should have realized that. That would have been funny. But yeah, like, I felt like we were going to get like some light. Like peeing, and we didn't. No, we did and I mean, good on them, I guess, for like going against the ideals of what we thought. But I don't know. Would Why would they have him get stung by a jellyfish? If they yeah, you could have been something else, like a yeah. sea urchin or something like that. Yeah, stuck on a starfish. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but I loved when they so Bree and Marco go on the golfing date, and he creates rainbows for her. That was so cute. I love that. That was yeah. really adorable. Um, I thought, it, but but again, like she, they're not getting alone time before that date. It's not happening. But I did love that he was like, look, and I was like, why are they doing a golfing game? And then as soon as that happened, I was like, this all makes sense to me. Yeah, and so we have two. They do give two fairly early kisses in in this scene, which was cute with the rainbows and. Stuff. Yeah, and I think that's I think it's reasonable because um you're on you're on the bachelor, like there's mm-hmm. there's some like kissing. Right. And uh so then Haley says that she doesn't want to be in the finale with Bree and Luke says the only problem is that I don't want you to leave, which was cute. It was cute, but at that point it's like just just let her leave the show and just fall into your arms and it's fine we're all fine i also always feel like in these movies we're supposed to be super impressed by the designs of the designer it it never happened like i could have bought that at forever 21 i'm sorry the finale dress that uh vanessa wore was beautiful but it's not something i've ever not seen before yeah that's kind of take them and uh, so then we have uh, the, there's a, a mean ad that they run about Brie. Move over, Marco. It's my time to shine. <laughs> Sorry, she deserved that. I'm not going to lie to you. I felt like she kind of, she said it. She said it. Mm-hmm. And but, yeah. but I like that she was very much like, I mean, I said that. Like, that's. That is what happened. Like yeah. I, I felt like, no, they're trying to make me into something I'm not. She was like, Well, gosh, I got caught. That sucks, but here we are. Yeah, and and so Marco says, Was this your plan? Yes or no, was that your plan? And she says, You've made my choice for me. Goodbye, Bree. I'm like, Oh that broke my heart. Oh, I was so sad. <laughs> because I think that she 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 meant well. I mean, I <laughs> I don't think that uh, that she was as scheming as they kind of were trying to make her seem. And and then, uh, you know, then it's, I don't know, she just got caught up in the world of the show uh, yeah. and said things that she obviously regretted. And it's because he was, like, forcing her to say yes or no instead of just listening, uh, she she had to but say I don't yes, blame they said them. that. If I was in his position, I heard that, I wouldn't think to be like, okay, what do you have to say for yourself? I'd be like, I saw the footage. They didn't make you say that. I'm out. Mm. I don't blame them. I'm I'm very much team Michael. <laughs> I thought she was so cute, though. I was just so impressed with uh, the with the actress, and I don't know. I just I I was really charmed by her. I thought she was so sweet. Uh, but, but yeah, no, I mean, she did, she said what she said, and so there's no getting around it. And at least it wasn't one of those things where, like, he misheard the, the, the wrong conversation, misinterpreted, mm-hmm. uh, which you see a lot of times in rom-coms, yeah. you know? No, it was very much like, <laughs> I want you to be prepared. This is yeah. literally what she said when she thought she was talking to her friend and not on camera. Yeah. And then Vanessa gets thrown in the pool. And that was kind of funny. And that did make me laugh. <laughs> they say the best love stories can't be staged. They just happen. And then 
they decide, okay, we're going to make an alliance with Vanessa after all. And she's like, it's too late. Uh, but yeah, this whole ending. So they, they have to put Haley, they, they show up. It's Haley and Vanessa. Oh, we said you could wear whatever you want. Hey, no, it's no, no, that's not happening. The, no way. the wardrobe people are dressing you for that final night, but whatever. <laughs> yeah. And she shows up in a space costume. Yeah, really a space suit. Space that's not happening. The producers aren't going to be like, oh, the first time we are seeing you while we're filming is when you walk up. Like, that's yeah. not. No, no, no. No, no, no. That's not yeah, happening. I mean, and they're also acting like they can't reshoot anything. Like, yeah. it's just once and it's done. Uh, because she shows up in this space suit and the whole reason why is because she's allergic to horses and so she'd have the uh the uh helmet on yeah but but can you tell me the one thing that was wrong with that well i mean it was bonkers she wasn't wearing gloves oh yeah he was just right. barehanded, touching this horse that she's, like, anaphylactically allergic to. Yeah. He has to wear, like, a helmet, but she can just, like, free palm it. <laughs> yeah. As if her hands would be swollen by now. Yeah. And so then uh, they, they make the alliance with Vanessa basically because it's their, they, they make a deal with her that she would be the the uh, next queen of hearts or whatever and uh so she she wins but then she says no i deserve a man who feels the same way about me and this has happened on the bachelor slash bachelorette correct Mm -hmm, definitely people have said no yeah and like the lead has been like you know what i'm not feeling either of this yes which like i feel like the lead should have been like i feel neither of this obviously Mm Hmm. Yeah. I mean, he did kind of say that I'm not going to propose, but want to see where this relationship goes, I guess. Yeah. But still. Uh, Then they bring in the horse, and he goes on the horse to find Bree. And uh, they make out in the sunset. I also, like, I'd say, like, if we scooch back, like, half a scene, Uh I, like... I, I felt like there was more to, to wrap this up, but I looked at, like, the time that the movie left, and it was like, there's, like, four minutes left. I was like, how are we doing this in four minutes? <laughs> yeah, I kind of felt that way, too. There was a lot. <laughs> and, uh, and so, yes, then we find out that Marie is going to be the new showrunner for the show, and that was fun. And then, because Luke is quitting... Uh, they are and then he's moving to the bay area to do his docuseries and she's like oh you're moving to the bay area just by where i live that's so fun (laughs) and and they kiss and (laughs) there we go finally yes i i i think it helped a little bit with me with this movie that i had very low expectations going into it i didn't think it looked very good so it was a lot better than I expected. I I really I liked the dynamic of the two friends. I thought that mm. was fun. I liked that we got two relationships. I really liked uh, Tiana Tully as Brie. I think that she hopefully will be in a lot more Hallmark movies because she's super cute. And yeah, and Corbin Blue I really liked, and it was beautiful. Uh, it was, had like a tiny bit of edge to it that you don't necessarily always see, mm-hmm. uh, even if they didn't go to full on peeing. <laughs> I know, but like, I feel like, and I get it's Hallmark, and I think like my, my version of rom-coms probably doesn't always fit with like the rom, like what Hallmark is presenting. Mm-hmm. I feel like we could have got a little hotter. Yeah. Just like a, like a teeth. Like, we don't have to do, like, full-on, like, anything yeah. showing, but, like, just, like, just a tiny bit hotter. Yeah. I can see that. I, I can see that. It, 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 it uh, hopefully, the, maybe the next one that they maybe. do. <laughs> maybe, maybe some light premarital hand-holding. <laughs> yeah. I mean, really scandal. Really get the flowing. <laughs> so, there we go. Love for real. You've seen now, so we saw, um, the, the, uh, Cats and Dogs mm-hmm. movie. And then we saw Ivy Mistletoe. And I married Ryan Banks. I want to marry Ryan Banks. And then this. 
So where would you rank this of those four? This is number this is number two. I wanna marry Ryan Banks is number one. Cats and dogs is three. Ivy and mistletoe is four. I think that's an easy peasy yeah. that's an easy ranking. <laughs> I think so too. So yeah, I agree. That would be my order as well. But I think this this was a fun surprise. It was all filmed in Oahu, uh, in Hawaii. So very fun. All right. Well, very good. This has been a lot of fun. I always love having you on. I look forward to it. <laughs> I you are the only like I will not even watch movies for my husband. You're the only one I will watch movies for. I hope you know that. Very honored. Thank you. Uh, so where can people find you on social media and your podcast and everything? Um, so if you want to listen to more of what I'm doing, you can find my podcast over on the reality TV wrap ups on robhasawebsite.com. Uh, if you want to follow me on social media, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at hstrong underscore. I also have a book Instagram. If you want to kind of see what I'm reading, check out the Strong Library on Instagram. Ooh, very good. Yes, and you can find me at Rachel's Reviews, all of our social media, iTunes, YouTube, and on Rotten Tomatoes. I've been very, very busy um, with all of the new releases that are coming out these days, so check what's, that out. What's been your favorite new release so far? Ooh, um, I really liked uh, an animated film called Mitchells vs. the Machines. I thought that was really great, and, and so that one's my favorite. But I also really liked... Uh, in the Heights, I thought it was great. I love, I love musicals. So. Big fan. That I do want to check out. Will yeah. I before 2030? Maybe. <laughs> I still haven't watched Taylor. Let Taylor. me know if you do. Uh, but also, Tad Blasso oh, is the best. I it's, need to watch that too. There's, I, I have a very so long good. list. Oh, it's. I mean, I, I have a hard time imagining anyone not liking it. It's so great. Uh, but anyway, uh, but yes, make sure you're following the podcast at Hallmarkies Pod and Hallmarkies Podcast all over social media. And if you're listening on iTunes, please leave us your ratings and reviews. We really appreciate it. And if you are watching on YouTube, please leave this video a thumbs up, subscribe to the channel. We appreciate that so much. We also have our patron group and merch store. Uh, we have all kinds of fun designs. Check that out. And thanks so much, Haley. This is always a blast and we'll have you back on soon. Ready for no another way. candy cane movie. I could, uh, Christmas is wait. coming! Yes! <laughs>